Hey everyone, welcome to the Mobile User Acquisition Show. In the Mobile User Acquisition Show, we talk about how to use mobile user acquisition strategies to grow your app quickly and capital efficiently. The Mobile User Acquisition Show is presented by me, Shamant Rao, mobile growth leader and founder and CEO of the mobile growth consulting firm, Rocketship HQ. Each episode includes strategies, tips, and pointers from the leading edge of mobile user acquisition that you can use to unlock tremendous growth for your app in a sustainable and capital-efficient manner. My guest today is George Natishwili, the head of organic growth at Global. I'm very excited to have Georgie because he and his team take a very, very expansive view of organic growth. They cover a terrain that's far more significant than the mere keyword optimization that most folks speak about when they talk about ASO. Georgie and his team have done some very impressive work in driving organic growth and also quantifying it. They've worked across keyword optimization, conversion optimization, improving ratings, and even SEO. No, that is not a typo. They've driven significant conversion rate improvements, massive rating improvements, and saved over $3 million in marketing spend through optimizations. We dive into an immense breadth of topics in this very fascinating interview. I'm very excited to welcome Georgie Natashwili to the Mobile User Acquisition Show. Georgie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much to invite me, Shamans. Yeah, I'm excited to have you, especially because the organic side of mobile growth is something that not a lot of people talk about, at least in the world that I work in. So I'm excited to dive into all of the possibilities therein. You do a lot of work in very different areas of organic growth. Uh, One of them, the more basic, is keyword optimization, uh, which is one of the more low-hanging fruit. Now, is that usually a one-time effort or is it ongoing? And can you speak to that process? Mm-hmm. Actually, keyword optimization is a part of uh, app optimization for mobile and part of uh, search engine optimization from uh, websites. So it's like a constant process. So when you put uh, the proper keywords uh, on in your like app title, subtitle, short description, or keyword field, uh, you have to check uh, how you are ranked, how your app uh, is ranked yeah. on uh, App Store or Google Play Store. And each time, sometimes these keywords are super competitive. So in most cases, you will not get on the top position. So you have to search for not like not high ranking and high traffic and high competitive keywords, but yeah. mostly you have to find a combination between the most valuable keywords for your app and the less competitive one. And yeah. it's better to rank on a top one, top two position on a low competitive keywords and lower traffic versus to rank on 20th position on high competitive keywords because you will be yeah. not visible and you're going to lose uh, your uh, your space keywords. So how do you actually measure the impact of keyword optimization? Because you're like, look, the keyword ranking is improving, but how do you measure the impact of that on your growth? 
Yeah, so usually we are tracking the, on which position we we have working for these specific keywords. So it should be, of course, non non branding keywords in most cases, and we also track uh, the organic traffic uh, on App Store and Google Play Store. How we change if organic tra traffic changes, it means that uh, because of these keywords, we we get a lot of traffic. In in uh, in Glow case, it's uh, super complicated to track it uh, yeah. through this way because we have a lot of marketing channels uh, yeah. such as you know offline uh, TV campaigns. So it's very hard to see the results of uh, keyword optimization. But you can see as uh, if we are on top uh, two, top three ranking, it means that these keywords uh, are going to bring us traffic. Yeah, is there a way to isolate TV out of home, etc., and say? Look, this actually happened through keywords, or is there no proper way to do that? Yeah. The idea of it is that to do the addition of keywords before and after with, within the same atmosphere, so the same, same right. field. For instance, if you right. have a TV commercial, okay, we can say, okay, we have a TV commercial for like uh, one month, for instance, yeah. and we do implementation. Is something changed or not? And how fast? Right. We also launched a couple of projects uh, about the incrementality that we try to find out what is the incremental uh, impact on organic for all these channels, paid user acquisition and TV. Right. But it's super, super complicated and super, like, we, we need the time at least a couple of years more to see the season, to deduct the seasonality, to see, yeah. to see the exact trends and to define the regions and to, to, to define the maturity of market as well. Indeed, uh, that's one of the things I admire about your work because there's no exact data available. If you're doing a pre-post analysis, you have to make sure everything else is the same. And uh, like you said, you're also looking at, oh, what is the actual incrementality from TV out of home? And I think that's actually very complex, as you pointed out. You know, exactly. so, Yeah, uh, an aspect of your work has been around ratings. And, uh, yes. and I understand you have to improve ratings for the Glover app from 3.2 to 4.5 on iTunes. To dive into that, uh, so is that true? That's what my research tells me. Uh, so so no, no, in iTunes, we improved, but for 4.2 to 4.7. But on, on Google Play Store, we improved from 3.2 to 4.4, 4.3. And uh, it's a really, really good. We saw the results of increasing our commercial rate because of that, dramatically increase of commercial rate because of that. Also, we get the opportunity to ask Google for featuring because right. uh, if your app is lower than 4.0 rating, Right. No one gonna no gonna consider you the featuring on Google Play Store. So it's a win to win situation for us. Yeah. And for from this, we uh, we got a lot of uh, incremental downloads for us. Yeah, uh, and that's a huge improvement. And you said the conversion rates improved substantially, right? What have you seen as the relationship between the rating and conversion rate? Like from three point two, did you see the conversion rate improve as your rating went up? Or did it just go up at 3.9 to 4? What What is it like? Yeah, actually, like, uh, you were right. That, uh, commercial rating improved together with important ratings. So there is like a huge correlation between the commercial rate and rating. So people, uh, especially the browsers, browse and who, who landing on uh, your app page, see and trend, uh, scan your app page where the main focus, they pay attention on your ratings. So if your ratings is lower, yeah. Uh, then uh, like four or whatever, it's very hard to convince them to, to download your app. 
Also, ratings are also visible not only for organic, for search on Google, right. for paid, but also for paid. One of the um, part of um, apps optimization that also visible for paid campaigns for sure. for, posts, for for Google AdWords, for instance. So it's yeah. uh, it brings not only incrementality among the uh, organic users, but also the paid users as well. Yeah, right, and it's applicable across the board for all your traffic. So I'm curious, how much improvement could you expect to see if you went from 3.2 to 4.4, 4.5? What is the level of improvement? Yeah, so uh, we increased uh, conversion on 7%, but like in, in totally, you know, so our traffic is very huge. So to yeah. improving even on, on 17, right. imagine that yeah. it brought us uh, approximately during the short period, like less than one year, more than 3, three million uh, marketing saving budget. For yeah. us, only for that. So you can imagine how big the impact only for uh, tweak uh, this uh, app rating. Besides yeah. that, we, we we did a lot of job in terms of testing in different uh, part of uh, app optimization, like feature graphics, adding the videos, like updating the screenshot. And we also can see the huge impact from this uh, implementation. Yeah, and I understand you ran a lot of different tests on the app stores. Right. Yeah. Was there something that was surprising in all of these tests you ran? Like you tested feature graphics, you tested videos. Mm -hmm. Do you find so, it surprising? Yeah. So, so surprising is uh, that uh, based on my experience, you should never like take uh, experts' opinion inside the company because people' opinion mm -hmm. is different. So at the end yeah. of the day, what we are thinking maybe it's something different versus what people are thinking. And our yeah. customers are the key. Yeah. So even the um, we went testing like super crazy ideas, and w one of the like ideas that we, we were thinking that it's not uh, wasn't good based on my experience. Sometimes get a really good results among the uh, customers because among the users. Because I mean, you should yeah. never only uh, take into account uh, our opinion inside the company. Right. So you have to you have to test, test, and uh, at the end of the day, you will get a really good results. No, I can relate to that. I'm often very, very wrong. If uh, you know, I run on the paid marketing side of things. Oftentimes, if I'm very excited about an ad creative, oftentimes it just doesn't work well. Uh, and yeah, something's yeah. like terrible and it just works really well. So that exactly. often things that happen. It's, it's, of, it's often happened even that we are thinking, okay, this, this is going to be a best uh, creative, best visuals, yeah. but pff, at the end of the day, it's failed. Yeah. Is that something that comes to mind as something surprising you saw? You didn't expect this to win and it won. Yeah, so we, we put the screenshot that we were thinking that uh, it's really, really cool. We put the popular item. Uh, on, on the first screenshots, and uh, suddenly we changed the we changed the color of background. Background, we test it, and uh, unfortunately, it, it failed. Yeah. So we find another solution. We just change the background. We change the visuals. We put instead of popular item the popular category, and uh, hopefully it, it works. Yeah, interesting. So even if you put the popular item, it wasn't the best performing screenshot right but the exactly. popular sometimes yeah because because of the seasonality uh, factor right. you know it, it right. so, so sometimes it's popular item popular only for specific season That's or for true. specific countries so which item is popular for one country uh, it doesn't matter right. for other countries right that is so fascinating yeah and do you do the conversion rate testing on google play dev console or do you use third-party tools 
about uh, on usually i'm using play uh, test testing also i use the third part tools for for app store testing but uh, actually i'm not super sat- satisfied with this third part tools because they redirected for the fake screen so it's yeah. more about the user behavior for uh, our visitors and most of them they think that it's like a, uh, connected with the bug uh, inside the app. Yeah. We want to avoid this and now we are focusing on testing on uh, Google Play Store. Yeah. Even the possibility is super limited and even uh, this testing is not ideal and confidence rate is super low, 90%. Yeah. So it's very, very hard to say if this test is really good or not. So we are retesting and retesting again uh, the yeah. successful test. Only that way you can guess if it's true results or not. Also, we are testing before and after and we can get the idea sometimes uh, seriously like like before and after also like we are taking for instance one week or two weeks it doesn't work so yeah. you, you have to give more time and in long term period yeah. surprisingly also that was also uh, one of the surprise in long, long term period it also might work you know so we have a lot of cases that in short period before and after like one week it doesn't work but if we took like a two months period or one month it right. really works and we can see the impactful increase of commercial rate. How do you look at a two-month cohort? Like the Google Play Dev Console doesn't yeah, do two months. You can, yeah, yeah, you, you can, you can get um, the data from Google Play Console as well to see the first-time downloads and uh, product page views. Sure. So uh, all information is available for you. Understood. Also, we create, we develop a ASO KPI dashboard with all like ASO KPI that, that is possible uh, in this yeah. world, you know, for Google Play Store and for, for App Store. It's, it's a huge job that our ad tech team does. Yeah. So we have a dashboard from, from third part tools and also from Google Play Console and from yeah. App Store. It's one dashboard that's showing everything in terms yeah. of extra optimization KPIs. And it's really helpful because we can see on a daily basis. Unfortunately, there is not a, like a daily update from this virus, right. but at least right. we can see what's going on and we can immediately inform our tech team in case of something happens, you know, with bugs or issues. Yeah, yeah. What would you say are the top KPIs in your dashboard? Most important one. So the of course the commercial rate, organic organic traffic, traffic among the browsers. They, these are the most uh, uh, related. Also, also the ratings as well, because right. ratings has a huge influence on the commercial rate as well. So right. this is, these are the top KPIs that we, that we have. Got it. And speaking of ratings, you know, you said uh, on Google Play you went from three point two to four point four. What were some of the things you guys did to move that number? So there are like a different approaches that we implemented. So we, we started to answering on negative and positive reviews on, on Google Play Store. Also, it helps to change the first mind and our users' mind. And some of them, they switch from one star to, to five star to positive. We also starting to deleting the inappropriate entering reviews that people are like using the swearing words or something that not related within the app. So it also helps us to remove inappropriate reviews from Google Play Store. And of course, the one of the biggest impact was we switch pop-up ratings that ask users um, to rate uh, our app, we, uh, we we try different combination. Even the slight changes inside the text can improve the lot uh, rating. Do you have an example of the slight change that? Yeah, yeah, sure. We have a like very old-fashioned uh, text that is like it was super long. We ask person as soon as he uh, has a positive delivery, ask uh, to rate our app. But the text that we show 
this pop-up message was super long. So no one wants to build social sales and read the whole text. So yeah. we get a lot of uh, no, you know, like in that yeah. case. So we just switch with the simple, simple text, yeah. like a one-line text. And it works, actually. We, we increase because of that, only wow. because of these text changes on right. 0.2 our rating. Wow. Crazy. Uh, you would some of the things you don't really expect just from the tech team, exactly right? yeah. you can imagine no one from tech team expect exactly. this so we had a, like a big fight with them to change yeah. something also what we are doing right now this pop-up through our crm sites because if you have a like initial pop-up uh, you have to each time ask tech team to to implement some changes and it takes uh, their resources and they are super busy with the other stuff. So it's very hard to yeah. get their at attention. So what we did, we switched from initial uh, pop-up ra ratings to CRM pop-up ratings from to, uh, one of our two. I don't want to do uh, you know, advertisement of, uh, of it now. So, yeah. and it helps us because each time we want to do test, we, uh, we can do on the same day. Cool. Yeah, that makes the testing process much, much faster. Right? Exactly, yeah. and easier. Yeah, and something you guys do that I don't know of any other mobile apps doing is SEO. So tell me about what inspired working on SEO projects as a mobile app. Actually, many, many apps, they are thinking that, okay, okay. this is enough to, to be on App Store or Google Play Store or, or, or other app stores, and uh, this is enough traffic that we can we can get, but they're missing a lot of opportunity because there are a lot of other, like, incremental traffic from, from web users that, uh, like, don't use app or they don't like to use this app, and they're using mobile phones and mobile mobile version like yeah. going and searching through google so this is like a lot of incremental downloads that uh, our like other apps are missing so we found out this we tried right now to develop our website our website is on the beginning of development we didn't have it uh, like two years ago we just yeah. started from scratch and uh, all our competitors actually they all already started with websites so they are super super good and they did a great job with uh, just uh, they just develop the website and then app. And we are we are doing it differently. We are developing. We we have a really strong app, and now right. we are developing a web. And because of that, we get a lot of incremental uh, installs coming from web. And yeah. uh, other apps also ha have to take uh, in consideration this that they are losing yeah. uh, a lot of potential incremental downloads that might come from web website. Interesting. So it's like users search on Google search, let's say, they go to the website and then they see a call to action that prompts them to download the app. Exactly. It's Interesting. Exactly. What's the sort of incremental lift you're able to see just via the SEO? So it depends on the country also, you know, sure. because for for some countries, people are super matured on mobile and mobile, like the, the percentage of mobile is very high versus yeah. the percentage of uh, app users. For some countries, it's not, but at least we get uh, plus 10% uh, of incremental wow. uh, traffic from that. And imagine, like, our app yeah. is uh, getting a lot of traffic, so plus 10% yeah. for us is, like, a, a huge, huge result. Yeah. Also, right now, our, our website is not ideal, but imagine if we, if we get an ideal website, that number will increase twice, I think. Yeah, that's crazy. Right. And, and also, yeah. in, in terms of in, 
like mobile, uh, the share of mobile search increasing uh, on a daily basis and on a yearly basis as well. And uh, right. actually, we know in terms of application, maybe in future, in five years, there will not be application. There will will be something else on top. Yeah. So yeah. people gonna gonna switch on that. But in terms of mobile, like uh, I don't know, Google existed for more than you know, like uh, fifteen years Indeed. or uh, twenty yeah. years. So at least for nearest ten years. I think. Indeed, that makes so much sense. And it's like, like you said, not a lot of people do that at all, right? Exactly. Yeah. My last question is, you, you guys are also a fairly sophisticated team, just from what you described, that sounds like it. Can you tell us about how your team is structured? Yeah, so in, in, instead of hiring uh, new people and do manual job, we are focusing on um, efficiency and optimization. So we, uh, in, in terms of in terms of hiring the internal person, we have a high qualified um, external persons, uh, freelancers that are working on ASO and SEO. We have also one SEO person who is in-house. Sure. And um, uh, to not to, to get uh, frustrating people, you know, and to sure. because it's a startup uh, life. Today you have a, a lot of money, and tomorrow you don't have a money, and you have yeah. to, for for instance, fire people. In my case, it will not be the case because we we have like super efficient teams. First of all, we are like only like four four persons, and we have a lot of automatization stuff. As I mentioned, the KPI dashboard, monthly report, everything is super automated right. so uh, everything is like for one click so instead right. of uh, hiring person to do this, this job we ask our ed tech team to automate automate these processes so for us it's very efficient one of the most efficient team in our company because we brought wow. already more than three million marketing savings for the company Indeed. with uh, four people working in my team so uh, this is very good uh, achievement and i think in my opinion the all, all other teams even inside my company has to follow this this trend and has to follow this efficiency in terms of hiring people for manual job and then get them uh, frustrating or get yeah. them fired or whatever they have to focus on automatization stuff and this is a key learning that i get yeah. from, from this process and this is the key trend that i think key, will keep uh, in terms of like high competition of startups and in terms of like uh, that startups can get a lot of uh, funds right now yeah yeah with this competition as well so I Indeed. think this this is be a key solution for that. Indeed, and I think that's also very interesting because on the paid side, I think there's a fair amount of automation because Facebook and Google are driving it. On organic, exactly. it's not nearly as common, and I'm impressed that everything you described, Georgie. Uh, I want to be respectful of your time. Uh, this has been incredible. Thank uh, you for inviting me. Yeah, thank you for being on Mobile User Acquisition Show. Thank you for listening to the Mobile User Acquisition Show. If any of this was helpful or instructive, I would love for you to leave us a review or rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcast fix. This podcast takes a ton of time, effort, and love to produce, and I deeply value every review and every piece of feedback that you share. Thank you for listening, and I will look forward to sharing our next episode soon.